I thank the Chevra Sunday afternoon. There are a lot of choices that you could choose, and you choose to be here. It moves me to speak about a certain topic. Just seeing this beautiful Chevra moves me. Before we begin our sugya, that I'm very excited, Yonatan. This is, this is an Indian that I, that I need to speak about badly. It's something that you come to the yeshiva. Maybe the ikka reason to come to the yeshiva is for the topic that you choosers. So on a Sunday afternoon, there are many games, many possibilities. The weather, gorgeous, kindness of Hashem. And we're sitting inside the base Medish now learning. I have to discuss, Zevi, this sugi with the chevra. I must. It's something that I have to discuss, Shalom. But before I do that, I want to welcome Reb Dovi. And I want to say that this man, Reb Dovi, who put a lot into the yeshiva, Rabdovi Franken I'm talking about, and I want to say that all, all the time he sends texts of chizuk, encouragement. This phone rings a lot, and it could get overwhelming. It rings a lot, and I'm a human being. You get All of us, I'm not complaining. Whether, we all have a lot on our plates. Sometimes a lot of things come. People are like, I don't get it. Why don't you just return that text? And you're like, oh, sh-. they just look. And I just try. I want to be a good father, a good husband and father before anything. And then I want to, the Bachram here, the reason it's ringing is because Bisiata Deshmaya, we're focused here. We have to make sure we stay focused. So we're trying to get overwhelmed. There's one text that comes in every couple of days, Chizuk encouragement, not wanting anything back, just keep going, it's wonderful, giving chizuk and encouragement, it's like a daily I just look through the the, the 40 texts come in now now the only 4, I checked right before Mencha, only 4 texts come in Rebdovi's right here, but I just look I look for his name, a quick chizuk, then it gets me going, then I can answer 30 other texts I want to say Rabbi Isai never, never underestimate chizuk you build things with encouragement. People think like in Chenuch, you have to have all the answers. Guys will ask deep questions. Rebbe, I'm smoking angry at Hashem. I went through this. Don't be so stupid to say answers. Don't be so stupid. Chaim Guri is successful because he doesn't give answers. People say, well, you're sure you, and they start philosophizing. First, when you philosophize with a guy, you're saying he's an idiot. He Pasha didn't know, and you needed your brains. The answers are not in you. When anybody ever comes to you, ever, the answer's not in you. The answer's in them. They know the answer better than you. They're capable of their answer better than you. Better. It's not, the answers are not in you, it's in them. Your only job is to encourage encourage, empower. People have answers. You're not, you, the fancy guy, the deep answers, save that for somebody else. You destroy people with that. You teach people they're incompetent, incapable. People are powerful. It says the smartest man who ever lived spoke about Eitzah. He says, the Ish Chacham, he says, Kimayim Amukim, like deep waters, Eitzah Belev Ish, is advice in the heart of man. When I come to Yaakov, the answers are by me, not by him. And when he comes to me, the answers are by him, not by me. The Ish Chacham, the intelligent man, Yedlena, draws the answers out of you. Yonatan, if a guy comes to you with the problem, does he have the answer or you have the answer? He has the answer. What's your job? To help him draw out the answer. How do you do that? By giving chizuk, encourage. Encourage, empower, understand. All of a sudden you understand. I'll give, I'm going to give you, I'm going to make up like, if, we, if you picture in front of you three, I'm not, I'm not a good artist, for certain, far, far from it. If you picture, Shalom, three cartoons, somebody could draw cartoons. We have a lot of artists, Baruch Hashem and Yeshiva, Maishi Bereisham. If you had three cartoons, listen to this. Listen to this, Chavra. This is, I'm, I'm oversimplifying, Moe. I promise this is reality. I'm way oversimplifying, admittedly. So don't take it much more sophisticated. I'm going to oversimplify. Cartoon number one, watch this. Kid comes home from school. It says, listen, Shalomo, cartoon number one. You ready? 
You have to visual, visual. I love Davy. Davy, listen to this visual, Dave. I come, might say Shabbos is based. People learning here. Dave is sitting down, learning Torah. I'm proud of you. Front corner over there with Yosef. Late might say Shabbos. Listen like this. Comes cartoon number one, Yonatan. Cartoon number one, kid comes home. I hate Zelig. That kid is his best friend for 10 years. I'm going to kill Zelig. By recess, we were playing basketball, and he made fun of me. He embarrassed me. I'm going to kill Zelig. I hate him. And he cursing, saying, Zachim, comes home with storm. Dad, to dad. That's cartoon one. Draw it. Visualize it. You got the scene? Kid comes to your house. He's going to kill his best friend. He's smoking mad. His friend by recess embarrassed him. He's had it. I hate him. He's the worst guy ever in history. I can't believe I was friend with that Nazi. You know, Michulu, Michulu. He he's brings it. You know, he's a lot of choice here words. Cartoon number one, yeah? Now, cartoon number two, please understand this. There are two cartoons, number two. This is a basic, Parashas Vayeras Midas Tavis. Basic to Midas. Basic to Midas. If picture number two, you start giving answers to your kid. You've been friends with Zelig for years. Zelig likes you. I'm sure he just had a rough day. All the from answers. You are foolish and teaching your kid wrong. Sounds so emistic. Zelig is really likes you and you get from any from answer as calm as you want to say it. Put cartoon number two, father, from answer back. That's a person with bad midas, horrible midas. And it sounds so from. Zelig likes you. You like him. I'm sure he didn't mean it. Any from type, of, or I'm sure you could talk to him and make it up. All the from answers, cartoon number two. Cartoon number three, so put that, cartoon number two, all the from answers. Cartoon number three is Zelig storms out of the room and says, my dad doesn't understand me. Mm. You got the three pictures? Now frame two is going to be different. Frame one stays the same. Zelig bursts in the house. Zelig became a Nazi. He's living, he's, that's cartoon one. I hate speaking like that. I don't sp- I'm trying to give over the sense of how mad Zelig is, how mad your son is. He comes home storming, he's angry at his friend Zelig. Cartoon two is the truth, is Midas Taivas and the right Chinuch. Instead of telling your son, instead of telling him all the from answers, which says to your son, you are too stupid, which says to your son, your feelings are invalid, which says to your son that, let me, the smart one, explain to you, dumb one, let me teach you about life. Remember, that's a person who thinks the answers are by you and your son round to you for answers. How about if you understand? Say, oh my gosh. But again, repeat back, and this is not an exercise, what you're supposed to do. He's very upset. You know what it means by recess? I've watched Chaim do this about six times since Zuck is here. He understands. You know what it means by recess? You're playing in front of the whole class and a kid embarrasses you? You know what that means? Very embarrassing. Your kid is smoking mad. He was very embarrassed. Validate. Not as a trick. You should try a little bit. Your kid's very embarrassed. It hurts. Now he's cursing and this and that. Don't even say don't curse. Mirror his feelings at a healthier pace. He is, oh my gosh. Huh? You go, oh my goodness. You went through that. But real. But be there. It's not what you say. It's, it's what you, what's happening. He's right. You know what I mean? Just here, you're way ahead. You're giving answers like he's an idiot. If slice number two is you show understanding, in any way of showing understanding, he's living. Oh my gosh. Whoa. At least it's like, you get it. You get it. You might even, you might cry a little, by the way. At recess, you know what it means to get embarrassed in front of the whole class and by your good friend who you felt was loyal? If you show understanding in, 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 in cartoon number two, and the second thing you show, you understand, which is what he is supposed to do himself, validate an emotion. And you validate, he's livid. You say, whoa, whoa, I get it, I get it. I, you know, we've been there. You, 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 however you express that we've been there, in your own way, don't be anybody else. Everybody has their way of expressing, you get it. 
If you validate his emotion, don't correct him for cursing. It's not a good time to teach about cursing right now. It's simply not the time. Don't, all the things, validate the emotion. And why is it valid? Because it's valid to feel angry. I mean, it would be, be silly not to feel angry. It's not the time now. You'll talk a different time about good language. It's not the time right now. Right now is understand. He's very mad. Validate. It's very mad if you, it's very upsetting if you're playing basketball and the kid embarrasses you. Understand and show understanding. You know what happens in scene number three? If number two is, is mamish understanding, the kid says to his dad, I mean, Zelga friends, what you try to do in scene two, he will say to you, say, Dad, don't worry, don't worry, Dad. I don't. He'll end up saying it to you. That's what happens. He'll end up, Dad, don't me and Zelda will work it out. That wasn't so. Like, he'll end up like trying to calm you. That wasn't as bad. Like, we can work this out. He goes to his room, he calls Zelda, and they talk it out. Everything you try to teach him in scene number two is already in him. You've done, if you've done a normal job at home and you raise a normal family, he has the answers in him. You could trust he does. You validate, that's encouragement. Encouragement, and then he gets the answers. He knows the answer. Holster, by the way, hold do all the from talk that you were telling him will come from within him. You've empowered him, you've trained him, you've been mechazik him. He says all the from answers. And then, by the way, you know what you've given him? The normal process throughout his life. That he can feel, identify a feeling, validate a feeling, and then talk from back to the feeling. You encourage, you now validated, you've identified, you've, you go, oh my gosh, you are livid. I can't believe what he did. And you understand, not words, not words. You cry, not words. Train yourself and a little trust. He will then tell you, well, me and Zell will work it out. You know what? We're good friends. You'll see. Try it. Usually in two minutes, ten minutes, an hour, two hours, tomorrow, he will say the from answers. He's very smart to figure it out. They've been friends a long time. By the way, when you don't validate his feel, you just, he walks away. My dad doesn't get me. He walks away. Because you started answering from He wasn't looking for the answer. You missed the boat. So you underestimated him. You taught him not to validate emotion. You told him the wrong answer because he answered too early. Ironically, you were wrong. He shouldn't be so from first. He first should feel. <laughs> and you were like, first validate, understand. So I want to say about Rabbi Dovi that all the chizuk is tremendously appreciated. I'm going to share because we've been into very much into stories. I'm going to say the story is deep. There's, there's books written on this story. There's a book. There's two ladies, two Yiddish ladies, not yet from, maybe they are from. They wrote a book about this concept I'm telling you now, a whole book. The Kloisenberger Rebbe said it like in one word. It's a Yid Kolatari called the Kloisenberger Rebbe. A Yid I know told me, went to the Kloisenberger Rebbe, and he said, I'm going into Chinuch. The Kleisenberger Rebbe was very old, that giant. He said, I'm going into Chinuch. So the Kleisenberger was very old. He said, Chizuk, Chizuk. He said, Chinuch! Like the Rebbe Kunir, he shouted, he's an old man. The Rebbe said like seven times, Chizuk, Chizuk, encouragement. He said, Chinuch, I'm going into, Rebbe, read my lips, Chinuch! <laughs> like trying to get, the Rebbe just said chizuk over and over, and the guy like stormed away, like the Rebbe doesn't hear so well. The Rebbe heard him better than he hears. What? <laughs> over and over. He said chenuch, the Rebbe said chizuk. He just wrote a whole book, the Rebbe, do you understand? He wrote a whole book. You're being chenuch, stop teaching anybody anything, give encouragement. <laughs> you encourage and you taught them much, much more. He said, Chizuk, not Chinuch. How good of a story is that, Yonatan? But it's so profound. And you might say, how do you know Kalish? It's so the Rebbe, he meant the whole book. Because if you know about the Kloisenberger Rebbe, he, he could have written the book and much more. He meant everything he meant. Chizuk, not Chinuch. Somebody who came to this yeshiva wrote a whole book called Chizuk, not Chinuch. He named his book. The book's on different things. But he loved this verse from the Kloisenberger. He called it Chizuk, not Chinuch. It's, it, there's what to say there. There's what to say there. So I thank you, Dovi, for giving so much chizuk. Thank you. Bless your soul, Dovi. Thank you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Maskim Zebi. Chizuk not chenuch. You, you can, you, it could be on a t shirt of Waterbury. Chizuk not chenuch. Chizuk not chenuch. So what's chenuch? 
That's chenuch. Give me chizuk. Chizuk, not chenuch. Chizuk. Chizuk. Give chizuk. You've been mechanich if you're mechazik. What we just taught, why that's... You know how much the father was mechanich? The father was mechanich, much more understanding. He taught the kid a process of feeling. When you understand it, you've been mechanich, because you were mechazik. And when you say from answers, you drove the kid further away from the answer. It's amazing, but it's the truth. You hear the three, what do you call those? The three um, cartoon slit, you know, slides. You hear it, Yonatan? Is it accurate or not? Eh? It's so ridiculously accurate. And the father's like, so I, I like nailed it. <laughs> the father has like this long, I picture the scene, like the kids smoking there. And the father has like this drusha. Azal, like he gave the best drusha of his life. <coughs> kid, I'll kill him. I hate that kid. And the father, mamish, azad drusha, fit for mamish, he should be the mechanic hadar. <laughs> And his stupid kid doesn't get it, walks away. My dad doesn't understand me, and the kid's right. Kid's right, you don't understand me. And by the way, you, didn't, you told him the wrong answer, because you didn't validate his feeling. You told him, Azaf, from the answer, What happened? By the way, he's not supposed to get to that answer yet. Your answer is wrong. Isn't that funny? The right answer in the wrong place is the wrong answer. You know what I'm saying, Mamie? Kid comes home from school. Dad, I'm going to kill my friend. He... He made fun of me at recess. If the father answers a from answer, well, you're friends for a long time. I'm sure he just had a bad day. I'm sure you can work this out. All these from answers, the father is, it's the wrong answer. The right answer is, oh my gosh, I would also be very mad. I get you. I get you. I understand. Validation. And if you validate, then the kid says the same answer that you said. And then, he, and then it's in the right place, the right answer. And you know who taught him to, to locate that answer? The father. Ironically, with a little empathy, and the father cries and hears and feels best for his son. And ironically, all of a sudden the kid says, the, the schmooze you said, he said. Now, do you want to say the schmooze or you want him to say the schmooze? <coughs> of course him. Is this MS or not MS? I don't want to say Shekhar Yeratan. True or not true? How do I know it's true? Everything's Torah. Psychology is, is, is a waste of time. It's all Torah. Because me does speak about to carry the yoke. Your kid, me does apply to your kid also. It's not me It's not nice, by the way. It's not nice. You had bad midas when you start lecturing. If anybody else would come to you and start crying to you, so, oh my gosh, I feel so bad. All of a sudden, your son, it's like a teaching moment. Well, Yossi, what are you doing? It's bad midas. It's midas rice. Nice say, understand your friend. He's in pain. Nice say, trust him a little bit. Believe in these are these are mole chazal psokim. This you just have to study Torah. This is basics to Torah. It's like Torah one. We're learning Torah samidas. There's like Torah samidas one on one. Like there's like basics samidas Torahs. No time to ever speak up. Yaakov Avinu, Yaakov Avinu says to the shepherds who are stealing, he says, Where are you from? They're middle of stealing. The best thing he could teach them is relate, is understand. There's what to teach later. Understand. Understand and get in there and understand, you fool. I'm sorry to get so upset. Okay. But let's get back. There's not what I came to learn with the Chevra today. But I did want to get that off my chest. Thank you, Rabdovi. Thank you. Bless your soul. Give chizuk. Give chizuk. Give encouragement to the next person. Give encouragement to the next guy. Give chizuk. I watched Chaim since Sukkot. I've watched different situations. It's not a trick. It's not like a psychological ploy. It's midas tevis. It's basic to living. It's the right. It's right. We become so robotic. This is not. This is not like you look up trick number one. The other guy, your, your son came. Be a little raw. I'm hurt. Start crying with him. I've met Sadiqim and Gedolim. I went to Reb Chaim Brim and told him my aunt was sick, and he started crying. He's ruined. He didn't start sitting there. Whoa, he didn't start giving me brachas. He started crying. Be real. Be unscripted. This is much more natural and healthy. Your son came home. He was beaten up by recess. We go into a weird zone wrongfully. Why aren't you crying with him? He was beaten up by recess. He was made fun of. 
Start training him, even teaching him how to fight back. That's also just cry with him. Some real, and by the way, you'll teach him to be real. As is tut vey, it hurts me vent. We cry. Real people cry. Real men cry. Frauds don't cry. The world says, be a man. Shukayim. You know what they really mean? Men know how to process an emotion. Real men cry. Only the biggest fakers don't cry. Don't ever say a guy's a real man because he doesn't cry. He's a fake. He's a fraud. He's the furthest from a man, by the way. Where did the mistake come? Real men don't cry. Real men know how to work through emotions. are powerful. They don't need a drink. They don't need, any, they don't need alcohol, anything. They know how to work through emotion. You know what that means? They can cry, gishmak. They cry and they work through the emotion. That's a real man. He's hurt. A real man gets hurt. Fake person. I'm a man. I don't get hurt. You're a fraud. You're mixing up. That a real man, Fakert, could be deeply hurt and bring himself back. Abacher said something very chutzpah to me on Friday. I was very hurt. And very quickly, Baruch Hashem, I'm a man. So I nodded go from very hurt to healing myself. You know why? Because I can admit I was hurt. It stinks when a guy tells you something mean. It's hard. We all, I want it not to hurt. I want to be so tough. No, it hurts so hard when a guy says something mean. And I now to feel hurt, deeply hurt, and bring myself back and repair. That's a real man. That's a man. You know how to cry, you know how to feel pain, and then you can bring yourself there. How do you get our children to become real men? By validating when they're hurt, not by answering from. That's how you produce a person who's incapable of dealing with emotions. A man is capable of dealing with emotions. That's his strength in the house. Ladies have their tremendous strength. And men's strength is the ability to cry because it hurts. It's painful to go through loss and cry. To go through loss. When I heard Eli Schoenbrunn's father was Nifter on the English date of his son's Patira, I couldn't move a few days ago. I couldn't move. I couldn't move. It took hours to move. I couldn't move my hands. Couldn't move my body. A man is hurt, is allowed to be hurt, very hurt. And then you have to first validate him, first feel. And then only after a while of feeling, learn how to talk back to yourself. Learn how to work with yourself. And that's the chinuch we give to our children. Validating, understanding. So that's, all this is because Dovi's here, but we didn't get, it's already late, and we didn't get, Baruch Hashem, Rebbe Nachem's not here, I'd feel guilty, he came for second seder, so let's get to the topic I want to talk about. Because you're choosers, on a Sunday, it's no longer sunny outside now, we've gone for a while, but, um, but on a beautiful sunny Sunday with, with all the different games on, you're sitting here at a Musarvad, so I want to speak to you about choosing for a few minutes, Shleimah. Shleim, I want to say like this. In the parasha, we can speak, I'm, I'm taking a, a topic that's famous, I'm taking a topic that's important, and I'm really going to use it a little bit different than you're used to. Avram Avinu's Midas Kindness. And Parshas Vayera starts with this person of kindness. Now, Avram Avinu really has like two aspects to him. Each one of the others seems to have one aspect. Yitzchak is Gvura, Yaakov Avinu is Emes, and Avram is Chesed, is Kindness. Avram is like a second thing that he's the discoverer of Hashem. Seems to have two bechenos, two facets to Avram. The discoverer of Hashem and the kind one. Nice, benevolent. It's, I, I, it's a long sugi in itself, are those two aspects. Avram Avinu in discovering Hashem. To discover Hashem means to see the basis of Hashem is the benevolent one, is the kind one. Avram Avinu discovers we have an admirer who's crazy over us. And the chesed that Avram practices is a chesed that comes from discovering Hashem. To get, what does that mean? I'm going to say this. Please hear this well. Please hear this well. There have been some fights in yeshiva this year. You know we're going to solve the fight? Because many of the people involved in the fight, I love them. And if you look at them with tremendous love and they're capable of receiving that love, it takes time, it takes time. Person's hurt, doesn't trust it. 
you hold of a person, if we, somebody looks at us in a way that validates our being, that encourages us, that is, has belief in me, then I mirror what somebody gave me. In a, if you, you, you know, they have, the, in National Geographics, they have this sped up process of, there's a name for it, I, oh, my minute is to forget and guys remind me. Did anybody ever see over many months, like the process of, Time lapse. I'm I always, it's a minute to forget. They have time lapses. And they show things, animals growing, trees growing, fruit growing, that took place over months or years. They show it sped up. It's the coolest thing. You, this, we have a tremendous photography on Moe. You know what time lapses are? Yeah. They're very cool. So if you showed a time lapse of a, of a healthy yeshiva, somebody comes and is held up. It's, it, this is learned from Avram Avinu's yeshiva. What was Avram Avinu's power and eye and tight, godly eyes? He holds of somebody, he values them, he validates them profoundly. If you speed that up, that's what the person projects on others. They're held of, they become powerful and strong and they share it with others. One time in history, our eyes, Yonatan, locked with God. One time in our history, I don't know what we saw. I wasn't there. I just know we saw Hashem. And the whole Jewish people said, Zekeli, Hashem. Can you imagine we'd be sitting in this room? We're a stubborn people who don't agree on anything. <laughs> We're a stubborn, feisty people. And one time, if you ever meet a Bachar in the 10th grade dorm and he's stubborn, just know he's a Yid. <laughs> we are stubborn. I meet that guy. The only one I know more stubborn than the stubborn kid is me. So I need him. I'm like so fired up. And today he's stubborn. One of your children's going to be stubborn. That's your son, my friends. Now he's going to be murder. He's going to make your life ooh, so much fun. <laughs> he's stubborn. But that's what we're a stubborn people. We've been punched, beaten knocked around and we're still on a Sunday after learning we are the most stubborn we're the most stubborn people in history, well stubborn is very important so Rabbi say you have a kid what was my thought I lost my train of thought Avram Avinu Avram Avinu and Ayin Taiv and his power, Yonatan, in seeing a person as Taiv, that would cause, we saw Hashem, we said, Zekeli, Hashem. So we locked eyes. What was our response? Ve'anveyu, anivahu, I'm going to be like Hashem. The rest of my life I'm being nice. The validation, JJ, when, God, when we were able to see Hashem with clarity, we were held of and valued and loved to the point I'm being nice the rest of my life. I feel so good, so strong, so healthy, so understood, so powerfully built the rest of my life. I'm being nice. That's what happened. That's a history lesson. Zekeli anveyu anivahu. I'm being like Hashem. We can relate to such things. We've never seen Hashem again in our history like that. But we can relate to environments where we're loved, respected, appreciated, that the sense is I am built to appreciate and love and respect the next person. Anivahu. That's what we're capable of. And that is the essence of what Avram Avinu understood. Avram Avinu discovered Hashem, and what did he practice the rest of his life? Kindness. <coughs> that was Avram's the kindness. Chesed Lavram. He discovered Hashem. And that validation, that love, led to a life of kindness, being nice to others. That's Avram. Avram Avinu is being kind to everybody. People like, where did you get this? Who is this guy? And he would just point up. Who are you? When you met Avram, you understood Hashem. Okay. That's Avram's life. Comes the end of Parshas Vayera, and Hashem says, Shecht, your son. The kindest man who ever lived, Chesed Lavram, Shecht, your son. He has to like tap in to the opposite of kindness. I don't want to speak at length the sugya 
of owning a midah, of owning a midah, owning an attribute. Own it. Don't just do it, but own it. Don't just do it, be it. Be in such control that you can choose this or that. There are people that are pushovers that always say yes. The goal is you could have said no or yes, and you, cho- and you said a yes. The goal is you could have said yes or no, and you said a no. Own your actions. Own who you are. Decide to do what you do. Avram Avinu's kindness, he built a person of kindness, but he had the complete ability to do the opposite of what appears to be kind, if that's what Hashem wants. I once told, I, I, I'll tell you, one of the Rebbeim here was dating as a youngster, was dating a girl, and the girl's parents told me he's a mushball. I said, he's a mushball, he's like a pushover. He's so nice, she wants a gavra. So I said to them, the true story, I said to them, on the next day, tell your daughter to tell him a nice piece of Lush and Hara and call me back after the day. <laughs> He's a mushball. On the next day, try to tell him Lush and Hara. <laughs> he would turn it, I know him, he would turn it tiger. Excuse me. Excuse me. <laughs> he would stop her in a dime. The mush, Mr. Mush. Everything goes. He's in control. He's... He's a Baal Chesed. It's not, he's not a person who just is controlled by Amida. He's in control and can call what's right at the right time. I worry that guys in the yeshiva will get an outsider's view of what I worry about you guys sometimes. And outsiders would tell me that, oh, you guys are just into love. What are you talking about? Supposed to yell. I, one day, Viggy, your son does something wrong. You say, excuse me, Ben Hayim. You say to your son, whatever his name is, say, unshouldered. No, no, we won't do that. There's no cast. There's no cast. The same av of your kiss. But there's control. There's me this There's control. There's nice, nice, but firm also. There's control of midas, the ability to do what's right and true for the moment, the ability to be right and true. The topic I want to say, Avram Avinu, who's so kind, who's so benevolent, who's so caring, Avram Avinu, caring, nice, kind, soft, and Avram Avinu has the power, when that's right, to choose the opposite. He has the power to choose the opposite. He's not owned by anything. What does the word mida mean? A character trait. What else does mida mean, Morty, besides a character trait? What's a mida? A measurement. It's something that you measure out as an amount yes, an amount no. By its nature, for it to be good mida, there's control over it. One of my tainas on the secular school system is they, they don't train good midas. I'll give you an example. I'll give you an example. If you have a kid, I was a kid in school, I was a goody-goody. Now, I was not assertive enough. I tell you on myself, if I went to a store and gave, a doll, gave $20 and they gave me back change as if I gave a dollar, I would just leave the rest of the money there. I couldn't say, I wasn't assertive enough as a youngster. It was not fair. It was not fair. I gave 20 to the clerk I, she treated it like I gave a dollar. So I was buying a 50 cents item, gave me 50 cents back. Uh, I'm owed uh, $19. I couldn't say that. I would just swallow the loss and leave. That's an Avera. Not assertive enough. Schools love you. If you're not assertive enough, in a school, the assertive can, excuse me, you know, fighting the teacher. And they called it good meat. This is Sheker. You call it good meat. This because you just like. The not assertive guy does us well. <laughs> He's great in school. Teacher's pet. It's a bad meat. It's a meal. It's not a good meat. You don't, you're not standing up for yourself. Doesn't train good meat. It trains lies. It trains nonsense. The kid who stands up, we say, that's a terrible meat. That's a good meat. He stands up for himself. The terrorist is to not use things. Things have places and times to not use something. I've had guys in the yeshiva who stand up for themselves like a tiger. They'll come out swinging. It's a very good meter. Nobody's hurting me. You're right on. They have to know when to use it. You're not under threat and you're using a good meter at the wrong place. Let's learn control. It's a very valuable. You have a good tool in your backpack. 
I should. I want that in my backpack too. Nobody's hurting me. Excellent. I just want to learn some other tools also. There's times you have to also have a tool to recognize when you're under threat, when you're not. There are other tools that you need in your bag. We say, better, good midos, stop that bad. Good midos, the right time, the right place, the right amount. Avram Avinu is kind, is amazingly kind. And then when he needs to call upon a different midah, he can call that out too. He can call that out too. All of us develop balance and control and learn to, be, to own midas, the right time, the right place. But what I want to speak about today, Rabbi Yisai, is to be a chooser. What I see deeply in Avram Avinu, in somebody who could be so remarkably kind, Yonatan, and then could do such a remarkable, courageous, tough guy act of the Akedah, what I see is a chooser. Somebody who's capable of choice. There are people in their lives who rarely make choice. Who rarely make choices, rarely. Whatever they're... You watch, how does a man get that he's 58 and he's still bad to his wife? He's 58 and he's still cruel and rude to his children because he doesn't choose. Because he doesn't choose. Learn to become choosers. Learn to do something when you don't feel it because you're a chooser. There's a mitzvah to choose. Do you know that? To exercise bechir is one of the 613 commands, according to many, there's a mitzvah itself to choose. Do you know that people, this is frightening, who go through life who barely make a choice? Barely make a choice. They do some very nice things. They do some really cool, wonderful things. Their, their program. The best definition I ever saw for a Russia in my life was David Amelach. He calls them mites, shaf, asher to defend ruach that the wind pushes around. You just wherever the wind blows you, you just whatever your nature is. <laughs> Guy's blown here, he's blown there. <laughs> Every whim. We say in Kriyash don't go after every whim. Be a chooser. Avram Avinu, where we come from, is the Spitz chooser. He's a Rizigabal Chesed, and then he chooses the opposite of Chesed, when that's the right thing. He's an immense chooser. He's not just a person who just, he built this, and so now this is what's functioning. I have seen fathers who are disciplined people. And then they have an ADHD kid and they have to learn flexibility and they're not choosers. They like built a certain model of, a, they're like literally like building a table. They built a table, but I'm a table. But I'm a table, I don't know what to do. You're not a table, you're a person. But I'm disciplined. You're, you're not disciplined, you're a human being who chose to be disciplined and now choose flexibility. Don't build a table. You're a person who's a chooser. You've chosen discipline for many years. Choose flexibility today. I've seen it. I've seen men who the guy, because of his discipline, became from. The guy, his discipline brought him to be from. His discipline brought him. His whole shul bows to him. He's a millionaire. He's rich. And everybody bows. And his discipline got him all his money, all his from. Everything you want. And now he has a son, everybody bows to him. I've seen many a man like this. The whole world bows. And his one son, is nine years old, brings him to his knees, like wrecks his life. I had a Rebbe call me up. I promise this true. A Rebbe called me up. The guy is from the toughest people I know on earth. He was bawling. You know what it means? A grown man bawling. He said, this kid is destroying my life. I promise you. A tough guy, Rebbe, who's known. He's competent. He's a Tamil Chacham Muflig. He's like a successful. He was crying. A kid is, he's very rigid, this Rebbe. And a kid, he needs to learn some flexibility, something new, something different. He needs to roll with the punches a little. He, what are you I'm a disciplined guy. <laughs> You're not anything. You're a chooser. You're a chooser. Choose something. You're right. Discipline and rigidity got you far. Now choose kindness and flexibility. Be a chooser. Avram Avinu chose chesed. That's called the Baal chesed. You own the midah when you could choose the opposite of the midah. You own it when you could choose the opposite. 
You own it when you can choose. You're in control. And sometimes it calls to choose the opposite. I want us to flex our choosing muscle. There's a muscle of choosing that we're not pre-programmed we can choose. Flex it, flex it. You once mad at a guy, don't say something angry because you flexed your choosing muscle. You're in the middle of a ball game and you want to bite the brains out of your tongue because you're a chooser, your lip. Bite it. You're a chooser, you're a chooser. We're capable of the best, happiest moments of our life. I have a thing inside of me. I, I can't, when you're in a tough moment, you can't remember a whole schmooze. It doesn't work. So it's a good trick, remember words. Remember, you could have all different things. For many years, I was a Knicks fan. There used to be an NBA team. They left the NBA for many years. There was the New York Knicks. This before they seceded. <laughs> it was so cool out in the bubble, like they didn't let them in. I thought that was like the cutest thing. <laughs> they weren't letting the Knicks flush it. You're not the, there's the NBA, you know. <laughs> I went, there used to be a big sign up. New York has 11 professional sports teams and also the Knicks. Like, they were such a, like a sign up. But anyway, the Kitsun Advarim is, is that the Knicks used to be an NBA team and they had an announcer, Marv Albert, and he had a famous call, N1, yes, N1. That yes, N1 was very important in my Ruchniistical life. That was a schmooze. The N1 reminded me of something that I wanted to do. N1. You can't remember a whole speech in a tough moment. In a tough moment, Rabbi say, you come to yeshiva, you think every, everybody's saying shiurim, every day comes, you're fired up to get musravad, you're ready, you're like, you're, your whole insides in eish kodesh, you just, and you come and you unleash that powerful yarn fight. Maybe a day, is it possible once in a while a guy has, where he's just, he's not, He's not feeling fire. He's not, he's not feeling he has a canker sore that's killing him. Whatever, whatever you might go through. The word that you can use is chooser. Be a chooser. You're not feeling it. You're capable of choosing. You're capable of deciding. You're not pre-programmed today. You're this type of day. This is this type of day. We're actually choosers. You're not just, you want to say something mean and a mean comes out. You want to say lush knowledge. We're, it's a powerful, it's muscles, it's powerful. We want a lifetime of choice, of making decisions. We are not pre-programmed. We're just not pre-programmed. As much as we might have some, something in us that's angry. We might have something in us that wants us to say lush We might have, but we're not pre-programmed. We are chosers. We come from an Avram Avinu who's the spitz chooser, the kind man who does the Akedah. I'm left but to say he was a chooser. There's a lot to speak about owning a Midah, but I'm not even, I'm, I'm left to say, if I observe, not if, because I'm observing Avram. Avram at the end of Parshish Vayera, the Tata, the kindest man I ever met in my life. Fiery kind is ready to do the Akedah. I'm only left to say the man is a chooser. The man's a chooser, and, and, and as such, he chooses as well. And as such, he chooses as well. He chooses as well the kindness as well. The man's a chooser. You get so much more schar for your kindness when you're a chooser. When you could choose something different, so you're a bailim of your decisions. I love Shalashuddhas on these weeks. We finished the Suda yesterday, Shabbos Kodesh, 3 o'clock. At 4.30, we were marching 4.35 back to the dining room because we chose to eat. What do you mean? I chose to eat. I'm going to eat now. We're choosers. We're not pre-programmed. What I feel, Americans don't even know about choice. I'm not feeling it. <laughs> not feeling it. We're a bunch of trees. We're a bunch of trees. But a human being is a chooser. Whereas I'm not feeling it. I'm not feeling it. <laughs> That's for a non-chooser. You're, you're owned. What's the, what do you feel like now? What do you, we're way too feeling. What do you feel like now? What's your choice? What's your decision? Emotions matter and feelings matter. We study that. We've always studied that. 
we're capable of choosing. We are choosers. Always remember you're a chooser. It's very powerful to be a chooser. And you're capable of choosing. You can be livid and <coughs> want to say something not nice to your wife. And you can say something nice. You know why? Because you're a chooser. Because you're a Baal Bechirif. The, the shallow person thinks choice. Americans think choice is either Biden or Trump. Is either Coke or Pepsi. That's their extent. That's not choice. You could vote. You could choose either Biden. That's not, that's not to do a choice. By the way, you were born in this culture, so that moves you to Biden. You, you, that's not, you know what choice means? Choice means every part of me wants to say this, and I could choose not to say it. Flex. Flex. Every part of me, that's, that's the only choice. That's, that's, the, that's the Spitz voter. We're choosers. We're free choosers. We're choosers means that every part of me, but I can do something different because it's true, because it's right, because it's accurate. Avram Avinu, where we come from, was the chooser. He was a chooser. It's tremendously powerful to be a chooser. Do you know to discover Hashem is to discover choice? Without Hashem, there's no such thing as choice. Without Hashem, we're in a world only of nature. Choice is a, a supernatural. There's a rabbinish level. So choice is a miraculous that we can choose. Without Hashem, it's a pre-programmed world. Everything. It's only there's Hashem who gave us Bechera, who gave me choice, who gives me a capacity of choice. The discoverer of Hashem is a chooser. He's kind, 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 and chooses the opposite of kindness. When that's the right thing. He's a chooser. Become a chooser, my friend. It's very powerful to be a chooser. Flex your muscle and choose. Decide something. Every part of you wants this. Try it once. Amazing. It's, it's mind-blowing. Everything wants you to tell a roommate something bad about somebody else. Try it. You can be shocked. We're capable of choosing. It's nuts. It's mishogun. Every part of you could want you to, to, to get back at a guy and you could write him a nice text and, and change and change and do different. You could do it, you could choose. It's, it's shocking. It's shocking. We come from Avram who taught us that the power of choosing. He built something so nice, so kind, and then chooses the opposite of it when that's true because he's a chooser. And of course, the whole chesed becomes much more powerful. It's the chesed of a chooser. When they accuse that Rebbe on a date that he's a mush, he's a mush, he's a pushover, and I said, speak Lush and Hara. What I'm saying is that his kindness is a choice also. He's good midas, the person who practices to be assertive. So when you let yourself be pushed around, that's a choice too. He's a pushover. The world has pushovers and not pushovers. We have Avram Avinu. What, what do you, you almost don't know what to call him. When just when you thought he's a mush, he has the akeda. Just when you thought with the akeda, he's a mush. He's a chooser. He's a chooser. He's an Eved Hashem who chooses what's right. He's a Balmidus Tavis. What's right in its right place, in its right time, there's a chooser here. The nicest, kindest person that he built. And then he can choose the opposite when that's the right thing to do. I always say on big people, they have contradictions. Great people have contradictions. If you want to ever identify a great person, there are a lot of people in, the, in this Alma, the Shekra, in this lying world of ours, you have people that are celebrated. Ooh, you won't see contradictions. Say he's a mush, but he's a mush when he shouldn't be too. He's a mush when he shouldn't be too. He's tough, he's strong, but he's strong when he should be mush. In the world of truth, if you see somebody great, you'll see contradictions. You'll notice. If you study any great people, they have study Avram and you see an Akedah mixed in with the kindest man who ever lived. It's like a contradiction. Because they're choosers. They're choosers. When this is right, they do this. And when the opposite, they do that. There's a, there's a control of personal choosers. On great people, you'll see, you'll see contradictions. Did you ever meet somebody who's very well prepared for the future? He's like powerfully prepared for the future. He's a, it's a personality type. It's the same guy usually carries tissues in his front pocket. He pulls out his list. He's always, or I remember me and my friends wanted to go on a trip. And one such guy said, you can't go, one of the fathers of one of my friends, to, I want to see your itinerary. Where are you, Shiva guys, itinerary? 
<laughs> we'll go, we'll see, we'll cut. He wanted to see our itinerary. We didn't know where we were eating, where we were sleeping. We Mine was going to fall. That's half the fun of the trip. We'll be just fine. The father, one guy, was a, he was a tissue-carrying guy. You know, one of the guys who has tissues. Every, where's your itinerary? He was very upset at us. We didn't have our itinerary. So you know that guy, that guy, the, the, the future preparing guy. By the way, you also have to be a person who lives the present. Every mead in the world is what's called Dover Vifuchai. Please, I want you to remember this, Yonatan, the following phrase, if everybody could say after me, Dover Vifuchai. That means in English, the thing and its opposite. Dover Vifuchai means the thing, all of midas are balanced. A guy could be a very future-prepared guy. It's important, Mida, but you're clueless if you don't know how to live the moment. Sadik oichal l'sayv enafshay. Tzaras mach, al tatzer tzaras macher. Don't be pain, tomorrow's pains. There's a balance. By the way, there's a guy who's only living the moment. doesn't plan. Ezeel chacham Every Mida in the world has both sides of the coin. The built person's a chooser. When he needs to grab on to that choice of worrying about the future, he has to be responsible. He's responsible, that's his choice. But he needs to do the opposite, he's capable at all, he's a chooser. The other person built something, but he's not a bailam on his midas. So he's only a person who has one side of the coin. The thing and the opposite is a chooser. He has both sides of the coin. You have to build it, that's not natural. Naturally, you go to one extreme. Built people are balanced, are contradictory. On a built person, you push it, can't even tell. Are you Mr. Flexible and everything goes, or Mr. Rigid? I can't even, t- you hardly can tell on a built person. When he needs to be rigid, he doesn't miss anything. When he needs to be flexible, he's so flexible, he almost can't tell. Is this guy rigid or flexible? I can't tell. He's balanced, he's a chooser. Avramavina is a chooser. I say, Rabbi Sai, to you choosers who chose, who came to the Shia this afternoon, flex your choosing muscles. The next time you want to say something you know you shouldn't, don't. The next time you want to do, you're hard to do something, it's hard to go to Seder, flex it and choose. Be a chooser. It's very powerful. And then build a chooser. A chooser looks beautiful. He's in control. He's built. He has two sides of the coin. He's developed. He doesn't just go with a natural. He's not just a tree. He's a human being. Ubacharta Bachayim, choose life and live. Thank you, Rabbi Say.